so much for joining us. Great to have you here on Mindfuck. Whose mind are we going to fuck today? We've got some stuff going on with regard to entrepreneurship and business and his marriage and family, kids. Apparently, we got a whole thing going on here. So let's check in. Here's my invitation to you. If we get into something that is particularly sticky or gnarly or something that you decide, I do not want to share this with the world at large. Let's go ahead and go there anyway. And just know that we can delete any part of the podcast or the entire thing if we need to, but take advantage of the opportunity to, uh, to take this as far as we can. Cool. I I am. uh, I'm very open to that. Awesome. So what would bring value to you today? Uh, What would bring value to me today is I'm going through a career change and I have wrapped my identity around this thing I've been doing for the last close to 20 years. And so to changing careers is like super exciting to me. Um, Step, you know, and I'm going to use elements, but of what I've been doing, what would bring the most value to me is for you to be as, uh, I don't know you, you don't know me, you know, so there's no emotional attachment that, you know, you know, uh, the most value I could get out of this is for you to just, whatever you think comes to your coaching mind, just throw it out there because okay. I don't want, you know, I, I have a lot of people in my life that are like rah, 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 go, go. And I have a very few people that, you know, get past my, uh, enthusiasm and idealism and are like, great. And did you think about this? What about that? What's going to happen here? Did you know? And so um, the most value for me would be to be um, to see things in a different perspective. Okay. Uh, what I, I mean, and, and, and I get that. And I know, I know it's really open-ended and really vague. Um, I, t- I printed out what I wrote to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I just want to be able to, I want to, I want to walk away having a, a perspective that I may not have seen as to how do I tackle what I'm venturing into. And it'll make sense whenever, you know, as you get to hear my stuff, is that, I don't, my answer, does that make sense? Am I asking your, my answering your question? Is that <laughs> It's it's not so much about the question; it's what comes forward into the answer, right? So, um, you know, even I'll, I'll some sometimes a client will ask me, you know, I'll ask them a question, and they'll ask me, well, "What do you mean by that?" And I literally say, "I don't know." Just okay. you know, interpret as you will, yeah. right? I trust in this uh, sort of ethereal process. Um, like I, I know where I want. I mean, we know what we know, and uh, I just I, I like a fresh perspective. I okay. I I think the world of um, I've known him 15 plus years. We've shared a lot of things together and he, he's working for uh, the fact that he is. Um, and from the limited things I have seen about you know you and heard you and your actions and what you do, mm-hmm. uh, I'm guessing you're a pretty amazing guy. So just, I don't <laughs> want any bullshit, I guess. <laughs> Oh, good. I, I don't have time for bullshit. So it, it just makes things move really slowly and success loves speed. So, um, and yeah, and I've been working together for a while. He's a different human now. And, um, you know, even his wife is like, he's incredible. And so, um, yeah, and thank you for the acknowledgement. It's, it's really, 
it's not me so much as it is the work, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned that. a couple of things. There's you said you have your identity wrapped around your profession. Okay, so my here's here's and the I'm, new perspective. I'm in the process of shedding that. Thanks for letting me interject there. I'm in the process yeah, yeah. of shedding that. Okay, good. Um, so who are you? Yeah, uh, I'm an Aquarius. Just kidding. Why well, am? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I always like to be joke silly and and bugs the shit. Yeah, it's a great deflection mechanism for. Oh shit, that's a really deep question that I don't have the fucking answer for. Oh yes. god. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, yeah. So who am I? That, yeah, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, Marcel, it's it's incredible how difficult the the two questions that I can ask somebody: Who are you? What do you want? These are unbelievably difficult questions because we need to push through some things to get to the deeper answer. Um, and and you know. In my experience, men in particular have that issue getting their identity wrapped around their work. So, so well, let's let's start at the surface and see if we can dig in a little bit. Um, what is it you've been doing, and what are you moving into? Yeah, well, close to twenty years, I have been a chef. Not how you might think, though. I focus on teaching people to use food to improve their safety, job performance, satisfaction, health, and quality of life using food using healthy, nourishing foods. And so companies hire my team and we do strategy, we do content, we provide presentations. I've been like this little local celebrity guy here in the Twin Cities for over 10 years on TV, you know, speaking new smart nutrition, teaching people how, you know, nourishing is different than eating and being a practical, non-judgmental, entertaining voice to help people learn that. And different organizations, different industries uh, have been working with us. And so i I really understand how people make decisions, understand where the rocks and deep water are in their life. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I've been, as a small business owner, I've been the face of the company, the sales, the relationship builder, the execution of the of the of doing stuff. I have a business partner that's more analytical, in, former engineer, practical. But that's that's me uh, professionally. What I am, what I want to do, because I've got close to 20 years of experience with presenting and relationship building and training and delivering a message. And I know health and wellness and nutrition through a variety of lenses from diabetes to sleep, to stress, to you name it in between. I probably have some knowledge on it. I want to get into uh, an existing organization, be it in medical device space, be it in could be health tech. I it's situational. And what I mean by that is I'm gonna through my network, I'll meet someone that'll say, wow, you got a crap load of experience, you know, presenting and training and teaching and educating people. And I can see how you would fit in this space, you know, and with your knowledge, it was a, is an easier connection to help us invest in you to be able to know this product and then be one of our folks that are helping. Uh, helping the sales team or helping the third party, whatever it's physicians. I don't know. See, I started this journey back in April, deciding, or actually March, deciding that I wanted to get a job because I built up all this insane amount of finance, all this debt. Um, I was sort of going with blinders for many, many years about how I was going to change the world, but I wasn't able to take care of my family. And I can answer answer uh you you said what do i want to do what, what you said who am i and what do i want to do i i without a doubt 
want to be able to, especially in today's world, even let's, let's say today's world is normal, but it's not, I want to be able to support, provide and protect my family and be, mm -hmm. I'm getting emotional just talking about it. But I want to be able to be a positive role model to show my kids, like, this is how you take control of your life and you take responsibility for your life so you can have your best life. You know, this is what it means to be a responsible human being and keeping your promises. So I'm demonstrating, I mean, I've, I think I've been a, always been a pretty good dad, but I was kind of a wuss and passive for a long time. Uh, the last couple of years, I went through a big transformation and aha and starting to let go of a lot of old versions of me and becoming more confident in myself. And, and I shared this with you uh, behind the scenes that I didn't have, I wasn't aware, Chris, that I didn't have, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't, I wasn't aware that I didn't feel worthy. And then a few, few winters ago, I connected the dots. And so now I like believe in myself, have confidence, I'm developing it. Um, I'm sharing, kind of just doing diarrhea of the mouth here because a lot of that stuff is, again connects into what I do. So I'm this, you know, healthy chef. I don't like the word healthy, but nutritional wellness, professionally speaking, that's right. Nutritional wellness chef guy, and you know, being in front of people and speaking the word and teaching them and helping them and all that kind of stuff. There's that dynamic that I was saying I had my identity wrapped into, but then on the, uh, but then on the polar opposite for up until just a couple of years ago. I didn't know how to be around people if I wasn't the chef dude, because I didn't believe in myself and I didn't even really connect all those dots. So uh, for the last 20 years, I've been the presenter chef guy for, you know, for, for health and wellness. And we work with all sorts of organizations and big picture. It's great industry leader from a, from like making impact and trusted, credible as a, business owner, bad business guy and made poor decisions and didn't know how to like stop the financial bleeding until just recently. And then I had like a big wake up and I went, what the fuck are we doing? We're being so irresponsible, getting ourselves in a debt like this. This is insanity, but we're expecting different results. I mean, absolute insanity. And so uh, that's Do why- you really want to go work for somebody else? Dude, I don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, I really think I can bring value to an organization. I'm not a business guy. That's the thing is I'm a creative person. I'm a presenter person. I'm someone that helps people, but based on results, I have a shitty track record and I'm okay with that. I don't, my, I, I have. Look, you're not the first entrepreneur that has no business running his own business. Like you're talking to one. Like that's but why I, I outsource I everything, right? But, but, but I'm. <laughs> I've dug myself such a big financial hole. I want to stay married. Um, Where's your I, marriage I at right now? What's that? Where's your marriage at right now? Uh, my wife recognizes that I'm owning the situation I've created. She believes in me. She trusts me. We're 18 years, two daughters, eight and 11. And um, Is marriage in trouble? If... I don't get my shit together. It could be because she's stuck with me a long, long time. And, okay. you know, and I, and I get, and I, and I don't blame her. I mean, we're, we're good. We communicate, we talk, we listen, we're physically intimate. We're emotionally intimate. I mean, so like, okay. You know, I'm not so, like some emasculated pussy. Right. By, right. You know? Well, and I mean, and first I want to acknowledge you for 
the recognition of how much you want to stack up, man up, yep, and and do right by your marriage, by your wife, by your children, right? Like that's straight up man shit, you know? Um, so I, I want to acknowledge you for that because masculinity is in a crisis right now in this country. <laughs> yes. So the, the fact that we have, how old are you? 46. All right. So at 46, you're like, yeah, I, I got some grown up shit to do here. Yeah. 100%. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm going to challenge the idea I'm just going to say I don't think it's true, um, which doesn't make me right, by the way. Uh, But I suspect I don't think. there. I could be looking through the lens of projection. I don't know that you've got your identity wrapped around your work. I think I think. My sense of it is that you're very clear about your identity in this chef wellness, this, you know, how are you frame that? I I don't think you figured out how to monetize that effectively. Absolutely, a hundred percent. You are correct. I okay. So it's not a question of getting like men in particular. In my experience, I'm not in the feminine experience, so I don't know if this is widely as true for women. So far, from what I've seen from the outside, it's not. Women do not have quite the same propensity to get their identity wrapped around their work. They might get it wrapped around their family, right? Orientation about mom or wife or something like that. Um, and they can lose themselves through these lenses. Men have, in my experience, the tendency to wrap their identities around their work. I don't think that's what's happened here. I think you love what you do. I think you want to do what you do. And you're bumping up against the inability to provide the kind of security, support, lifestyle, however you frame that, for your family. But I don't think your identity is confused around this. You just haven't figured out how to monetize being you. Well, you're right. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. And, and um, I feel that my identity was wrapped around it for a long time. I don't know that it is now. And maybe that's okay. I, think, I think that's you're confirming that. I have not figured out how to monetize who this Marshall and I don't feel like okay. I have the luxury right now to invest the time and energy in that as I have done to the degree I've done right now anymore because I'm I'm because I'm in the financial situation I'm in. Uh, I want to okay. throw I want to throw in a couple other items because it's just to give some context. So for I've had a business partner for eleven years and he's in his own words, was born the year dirt was invented. So he's 80, he's 80. And he doesn't, he's a good man. But my wife wanted me to stop working with him about seven years ago. Um, And a lot of people in my inner circle were like, you gotta do something different. And they've said this off and on a lot for a while. But I, you know, again, this was where I don't know that I had confidence in myself. I didn't, I think it was, I didn't, I, I, I had a very hardcore complier mindset, complier attitude, pleaser attitude ever since I was a little kid. And up until three years ago, I became fully conscious of it. And I have been, since three years ago, I've been letting go of these layers of my, of myself that don't serve me anymore. And being a complier and a pleaser definitely doesn't. And that was what made you choose this guy over your wife? <laughs> yes. Good question. I don't know. Go inside. I mean, that that's an important thing to take a look at. You've had several people in your sphere 
including your wife, tell you, you got to get out for seven years. Your business is not where you want it to be. People telling you, you got to get out. When did you stop trusting yourself? Yeah. Uh, like, here's my guess. You saw, well, you, you've been keeping this guy around because you don't trust yourself and figure out how to do it, even though the results are you haven't been succeeding with this yes. guy. Are you yes. going to fuck it up any worse without him? No, because I'm pretty much hit rock bottom. I mean, with the exception, I'm okay, so bankrupt at this point. So, yeah, it's kind of like I've already told him, like, we've got one partnership that resells our content uh, across the country and they're established and they're they love us. OK, fine. And I told him, I said, we focus on them, rock and roll with them. They're going to help us get out of debt. And then we need to reevaluate what we're doing, because to your point chris no why why do you need to reevaluate what you're doing what has stopped well, you from get out. cutting get out. on this guy i don't want to be and i i'm can you repeat that i'm sorry can you repeat that what has stopped you from just cutting bait on this guy because i was i was afraid i was not i think it was a trust thing i didn't trust myself i think that's a good point because i have i have challenged what we've been doing as a <laughs> I've been challenging it for a long for a long time, but I haven't had the guts to just say, all right, fuck it. I'm done. I'm out of here. Or I'm right. But you had the guts to say fuck that to your wife when she said, oh, yeah. cut this guy loose. Obviously, you didn't say it in these, but look, let, let's get to the truth of what happened here. You chose this guy over your wife. Like that's the level. And, and look, this is not about your wife, by the way. It's not about how you feel about her, and it's not about how you feel about this guy. If I'm reading it right, this is about how deep your level of distrust with yourself goes. Hmm. I'm not arguing. I don't. I, I don't. That makes sense to me. I mean, it makes and sense. That doesn't mean I'm right. Why. Okay, look, and it's only well, right if you feel it right well, there's I I guess what I'm saying is is that's why I'm been slowly separating myself from him right but here's your problem I'm just I'm gonna keep jumping yeah. in on you like this because yeah, yeah, it just fine. tracks too fast no, so fine. you'll please forgive me as I interrupt because it just moves fine. faster and we can get there um but this, this slowly thing you've said it a couple if not a few times in mm -hmm. the in the I don't know 15 minutes we've been talking mm -hmm. um you know I'm slowly doing this I'm slowing doing that this is why your business is where it is because mm. money fucking loves speed. I mean, it loves it. So when you're slowly doing all this stuff, you're just tanking yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the confidence, instead of focusing on building up your confidence, build up your courage. It's faster to build courage than to build confidence. Confidence wants data. It wants proof. It wants history of success. Courage has a lot of fuck that, just do it anyway in it. So if mm -hmm. you can build your courage, then you can do it without the confidence. And, you know, Reid Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, said that an entrepreneur is somebody that jumps off a cliff and figures out how to build a plane on the way down. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know where your financial situation is, and I, uh, this is sort of a, a caution light for you. And you may need to do it, um, but as long as you do this consciously, you'll be fine either way. But 
I don't know how close you are to like, you know, having everything completely come apart and you absolutely have to get a job. Um, I've been there probably by by four months ago. Okay. So then maybe you need to get a job. And the, the, the caution of this is, is to end up creating a career in a, and, and, and you do well and you start to support your family and now you're trapped in something that isn't really your jam because you need what it's providing you in order to support the family. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing because the family is very high on your radar, clearly. The family, the wife, the marriage, all the things. And it's like providing for this family unit is the prime directive. Well, staying alive is the prime directive. Be alive, support my family, right? So um, that's totally cool. Like my brother-in-law, he sells printers for a living. He's been selling printers his entire life. He sold furniture, then he sold printers. And he's been doing printers for, I don't know, three decades or something. Is it his like life's mission? No, it provides him the lifestyle that he wants with my sister and his kids. And like, so he's super good with that. That can be a very fulfilling and rewarding way for you to go if that's what you're choosing, if you're choosing it consciously, right? If you choose it unconsciously, that's where the trap thing comes in. But if you say, yeah, this is good. This provides me what I'm really looking for in terms of stability, security, whatever it is, and resources, money, and takes care of everything, then maybe this is the way to go. Or, you know, be careful that you're not getting yourself into a soul-sucking job where, you know, three years from now, you're like, I, I hate my job because that's a problem, right? So well, I agree with your perspective. Um, what I have designed at this point, and I'm just, I say design because I'm all, I made the choices, no one coerced me, but for many years, I've had a very low paying job that I'm a slave to. And it's like, um, on the flip side of that, I have developed close to well, 19, well, almost 20 years now, 19 years plus, I have developed myself as a presenter and a speaker, being able to right. communicate messages. And that's a big value to certain industries. And if it's something I actually believe in and give a shit about, I could kick yeah. ass and take names for it. There's no doubt. Now, if it's like mm-hmm. selling first aid kits, uh, <laughs> not 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 my thing. So, Probably not thing. Okay. <laughs> so I am making a choice into this. A, I put myself in a situation where I need to do it. Number one. Number two. Um, it's my added my opinion right now that I can find an organization that I actually believe in, and I'm you know it's not lip service to myself. It's like truly I can genuinely like support this type of thing. I can do it. I can rock for them. I can make good money. I can get myself out of debt. I I've got, mm-hmm. I have connections in my life that will help me with taking my money that I earn to invest. Cause I had this big dream with my business and how I was going to do all this stuff. And it hasn't gone that way. Uh, so I want to try a different way at, you know, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I'm not going to drop the chef persona. I might evolve it and change it. I will, I will separate from my business partner. Um, yeah, that, that sounds to me like a fucking now thing, like today, like this is done the way my universe works. And, and what I've seen with so many of our clients is this, you're probably old enough to, you see Indiana Jones and the last crusade from like forever ago. Yeah, yeah, There's that scene where that leap of faith with the invisible bridge thing. That's what, in my experience, the universe responds to. It's when you take that leap of faith 
without the safety net, without whatever, it catches you every fucking time, you know? But I don't know how to succeed as an entrepreneur without the willingness to bet on you. You've been placing bet after bet on this old guy that has not returned on that. Like you haven't won a bet yet, like not on this guy. And you've been dragging him along for, you know, a decade almost. Um, and that's, I think, I, I, I would I would make the bet that that's why your business has not succeeded because the universe is like, no, dude, Marshall, you need to bet on you. Why would I bet on you if you're not going to bet on you? You're not going to take that leap of faith. I'm not going to do it for you. It would not surprise me. And of course, I can't say it's going to happen. I can't. Hang on. Let me see if I can tune in. Hang on. Like, I can't see if the timeline activates or not. It wouldn't surprise me if you had the intention, the devotion to your business. And there's a difference between devotion and commitment. Commitment comes from the head, right? It's a choice. Devotion is not really a choice. It's it's just a like a moral imperative, right? It's just a heartfelt dedication. But if you had the devotion and took the actions that aligned with it, it would not surprise me to see your business turn around almost instantly. I can't say it's going to happen. I can't, well, and I can't, I can't say it's going to happen. But. I can't say it's going to happen either because I do not believe that I have a, I mean, I, to this day, we have not proven that we have a model, a service or product that is successful. We have not proven that. And right. This is a I mean, also you, been dragging weight with you though. It's like well, I haven't proven that this is a I haven't proven that this is a 10 second car, but I've also haven't unloaded all the shit from the trunk either. I well, I agree with um, that. I agree and, with that. And you're right from a from a business standpoint, I think you're a better entrepreneur than you realize. Um, you know, the the over the number one reason startups fail, number one is no market need. Well, that was, I mean, and the, the lack of trust in myself until recently is a big piece that you pointed out. Uh, to, that, to your comment right there, 100% agree with you. What we have been relying on to keep us going because of the, F, and I told my business partner, I'm like, the internet and AI, if, if you want a nutrition plan for your Jewish underwater left-handed basket weaving team, you could get that in literally five effing seconds. And with a 95% accuracy, boom, here you go. We are irrelevant with that. Yes, you've got the Chef Marshall guy that entertains companies with their new, you know, with their wellness strategies, but that's not scalable. Mm. It's not fucking scalable to have me doing all this shit all the time. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 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 insane. I like doing it. I've been told I'm good at it, but this is where the lack of trust is kind of, I have to, and I'm not bashing myself. I have to just, I have to reframe what I'm doing because I, I have had, you're not the only person, Chris, who has said, man, you're like, you're like three feet from gold. You got to just make some changes. Uh, and I agree with what you're saying. I have, I'm now starting to trust myself. It's a timing thing for me. I'm in a situation that I created where I can't pay my fucking bills right now. And I'm like, dude, not okay. Like bad role modeling. Get get figure it out, Marshall. Move forward. It's a timing thing. Yeah. 
That's exactly. Do you see that fire in you that just lit up? God, yeah. Like your whole energy field just changed. Hmm. Like that was straight fire right there. That was straight. Get a little angry. Get a little fuck you going. And that was straight fire right there. And I tell you, if you put the same level of faith that you put in you, that you put in, say, like your your wife, for example, right? You you just have this expectation, this blind faith of you know, in, in romantic partnership, like of fidelity. But we don't fucking know, right? I mean, it's like we just have that level of faith. You put that level of faith in you with what you just said about figure it out. Yeah, fitfo that shit. Just figure it the fuck out. You will. You're a smart guy. I tell you what, there's you're smart enough to stay out of so much fucking trouble. I can already tell that based on what you shared earlier about like your focus and your orientation around your family, your kids, your wife, like like this is a guy that knows how to steer clear of stupid shit. I agree. This guy's got boundaries. You have no idea how much time I spend training people in boundaries because they suck at it. We're, we're not trained boundaries as kids. We're really not. And so we grow up, we have terrible boundaries. You, in my very limited experience of you, but in my estimation, you've got boundaries. I have been developing them recently uh, over There's time. There's that developing better, thing. I mean, this better, is like... Better. I think the opportunity is really being stronger in yourself and being Agreed. solid in yourself. And instead of trusting in your... Um, hang on. Let me... I got to find it. Hold on. This is what I call buffering. I'm tuning into something. Hang on. You know, what is trust, but if not faith, right? The same way you trust your wife, you have faith in her choices and decisions. You trusted yourself enough to, to marry somebody that you're willing to bet on. And seems like you got a pretty good return on that investment. You got a good marriage. She's been willing to deal with your bullshit for the last few years. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. She's been willing to trust you when you haven't, which is that's a strong ass woman, man. <laughs> right. So, you know, you really want to honor your wife. You want to respect your wife. Show her that her trust in you is not misplaced. Now, you're already doing that in terms of, all right, I got to get a job. So, you know, that's what you got to do. Get a fucking job. Yes. Get, get your bills paid. You know, that's, that has to happen. I don't think you need a lot of processing here. I mean, it's just, okay, knock that shit off. <laughs> It's kind of that simple. Just stop it. <laughs> There's actually a whole Bob, uh, Bob Newhart skit called Stop It Therapy. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> this woman comes in. I'm just going to spoil it for you. This woman comes into his office for therapy. He charges her like $5 for therapy. And she tells him the problem. He goes, okay, well, stop it. And he just yells at her. <laughs> like, it's really funny. The, um, the reason why I haven't split from my business partner right now is because our company has a lot of debt and we've got a few partnerships that we believe will help us get out of debt. And so my mindset is if I bail, then I, then I gotta, you know, everything falls apart and I may have created some serious financial inconveniences for myself. And I don't know that for a fact, but that's just kind of how it feels. Okay. Um, well, I I typically 
suggest to people trust in the feelings, but are they are they feelings coming through or are they generated from shitty thoughts in your head? Right. So there's, ah, there's a, a difference there. Ah. Right. Yeah. This this is very much an eye on the prize thing here. You're so oriented around your failure. It's going to be very hard for you to succeed. It fucks up your energy field. It fucks up your frequency. It puts you in the wrong. I'm just going to get a little woo here, but it, it puts you in the wrong vibration. Yeah. Like you've got to get your head and your heart committed and devoted and oriented around success. And that requires a lot of fuck you and a lot of blind faith and a lot of courage. I mean, these are the ingredients for the meal you want to cook here. So I have, that's interesting that you brought that up. And I, I can, I, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. I've been focusing on the failure. I've been telling myself that I'm moving forward and every day I'm, you know, I'm, proud of myself that I'm moving forward, but there is, uh, yeah, there's still this. You're, you're playing, you're playing small. What's that? You're playing small. Hmm. I mean, you, you, you're just playing, you have an opportunity. If you're going to succeed as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to play a bigger game. You got to swing a bigger stick here. You know, it's like, yes, you've been making, you've been taking bites and making progress, but obviously not to the level that I'll just call it the universe is asking you to. I, I will. I'm going to reframe that slightly, if I may. Yeah, please. I have been taking bites and making progress at retraining my mindset for how I show up in the world. But as far as my business thing goes, I've been fucking blind and numb and in denial about what I've been doing. And I didn't because I didn't trust mm-hmm. myself. Right. I didn't have the courage at the time. And have the courage to challenge, push back with my business partner. I was just like, okay, yeah, it'll grow. Great, right. And then I'm like, again, fast forward to March of 2023. I got air quotes here for the audio. Uh, Waking (laughs) up and not in the woke way. Okay, just to be clear. Uh, Waking up to the reality of the situation I put myself in. And you're right. Like, I have to stop focusing on the failure and maybe it's part of my part of my uh again shedding these layers of recognizing what I created okay but maybe I'm playing it small from the dude all right move on buddy like it's done time to move on like move on from the acknowledging that you shit the bed thing I don't know um but I have been by taking bites out and making consistent progress on retraining my mind, rewiring my mind about how I show up in the world. You know, like, like I said, I'm 46. When I was in uh, high school, middle school, I felt pretty invisible to the world. And I unfortunately carried that on with me for a long time. And I let that go. I'm right. not doing that stuff anymore. But obviously, I still have work to do. No, no, no. You have actions to take. Here's the problem with the work. You've, you've, you've been doing the work mentally for a while now. It's, it's become, again, I, I present everything as fact. It's only fact if it lands. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this is, this is what I'm feeling into and interpreting, but what I'm, you've been doing the work. This is your strategy to not take action. Like you want to do that. You, you want to get there faster take the action. You've already done enough mental gymnastics around this. You already know this academically. Fucking embody it. And the way to do that is to get that heat fired up that you got cooking right now 
because you're in a really good spot, actually, because what I'm not sensing in you is a lot of self-judgment. Like you're not shitting on yourself at all from what I can tell. And I got to train people out of that shit. Uh, like a lot, like you got to stop, you know, step one, stop, you know, number step one, full responsibility, total personal responsibility. Step two, stop shitting on yourself. Right. Um, I don't hear a lot of shitting on yourself, which means you are integrated. Okay. You're, you're in integrity, wholeness, right? Mm -hmm. There's no loose piece where you're in judgment of yourself that we got to bring back in. So for you, I think that you are using this working on it thing as a strategy to avoid it i don't know what the hell to do from a business standpoint step one is get rid of this dead weight well let's say i do that (laughs) right i don't have a i don't have a proven product or service right now because it was all about me being on stage playing the guitar for corporate clients and now i'm like what the you know now and then you know like i said waking up going Dude, this is insanity. If we're gonna really think, because we it's all it was always like, oh, opportunity, opportunity. This is gonna happen. That's gonna happen. We're gonna make this deal, make that deal. And I was always going along with it. And now I'm like, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid anymore, business partner. Right. Not drinking the Kool-Aid anymore. What is the model? You know, and then he wants me to ask for a bridge loan. I am not going to ask for money because I'm not gonna put myself to that level and ask. It's like okay, I don't so- I don't know what to do. That's why. That's why I feel like getting a job right now makes sense because I don't know what the fuck I would do from a business, like realistically at this stage in my Mm -hmm. life, at this stage in my life, do I have Mm -hmm. skills and capabilities to bring value in the health and wellness world as a, as a, as a chef presenter guy? Uh, Yeah, but it's not like... It's it's not it's not like there's I don't know I mean what did you say why most businesses fail because there, there's no market for it no market need number yeah. one reason startups fail no market need companies that are selling shit have a need for my skill set mm-hmm. and so it makes logical sense in my mind to see where I can bring value if I can help them make millions of dollars or save or, or, or build more clientele because they now know how to communicate more effectively and give a message that people give a shit about. And that's because of my doing, well, there's a price tag on it. There's, there's value there. Okay. So I'm going to give you a tool. I'm all about tools. Um, yeah. What time you get up in the morning? 5am, except today was awesome. 5.30. As soon as your eyes start, as soon as you start to come back into consciousness, mm-hmm. And it's, it's sort of that, that floaty space because this has to do with where your brain waves are. When you're asleep, you're in Delta. Okay. You're just out and your, your brain waves are very low frequency Delta waves. You move, you start to wake up, you get into theta. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this is kind of that you're not really awake, not really asleep. It's also before your brain starts thinking, right? So this is a great time to listen. It's a great meditative space. When you actually go into meditation, you drop down into alpha and even into the theta waves. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where meditation happens. First thing, when you wake up, when you, you know, as you start to come into awareness, yeah. ask the question, what needs to be done or what's the next step or s- something along those lines. Maybe the next step is get that fucking job. 
Maybe the next step is, I mean, I, I don't know, right? But this is a listening exercise. It's not yeah. a thinking exercise. This is not okay. a figure it out thing. As if you were asking a business advisor or me or something like, hey, what's next? What do I need to do? Yeah. Here's what I like about this question. It doesn't, it's not connected to anything, right? It's not what's the next thing for my business or what's the next thing for, it's what's the next thing? for my path, for my journey, for whatever, right? It's it's mm -hmm. not attached. And if you're just listening, it may not make any sense, but noodle on it. And we go, wow, what the fuck? Like, it may not make yeah, sense to you. I will. Trust I will. in it, right? Obviously, I don't know what the next thing is for you, right? I do know that you've got everything you need. Like you've got the strong boundaries, you've got a great family, you've got the support, you've got a mental framework around this. Um, you you've got a strong integrity. Like you you have everything you need. I think stop telling yourself you don't. Stop telling yourself you don't know and start asking the question, I wonder how. Hmm. Right? Get out of I don't know to I wonder how. Because again, that changes your your energy and your brain frequencies. Well, if I needed to hear that. That was that was a nugget right there. Yeah, you're. I mean, the, this this focus on failure and the I don't know thing is really crushing you. Has been crushing you, and and because of the way that affects your neurochemistry, because of the way that affects your overall brain waves, your frequency, your energetic field, like it, it's just nothing, nothing supportive of entrepreneurship for sure. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, I think the other thing is stop grinding on this, working on it. Like, let's move into the doing. Cause like I said, success loves speed. Um, um, I, I, one of the things I like that you said about stop with the working on and just focus on doing is I encourage my wife and my daughters, and I've been doing this for a couple of years now, I've been encouraging them when it comes to making decisions, you know, if it, if it's like, should I get the blue pants or the green pants? Is this going to matter in a week, in a month, in a year? No, this is a five-minute decision. Boom, move on, make the decision. If it's, you know, significant year, five years down the road, is it going to impact your life? Okay, let's let's talk about it. Let's let's think through it. And I'm as I'm I'm just seeing the thumb pointed at me as I'm pointing at them about you know. <laughs> so I like that. That 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 um thank you. You will likely find quite often what you are saying to your children or to your partner or whatever is what you yourself need to hear. Yeah, makes sense. That very much happens in the coaching world. I cannot tell you how many times I've said something to a client and go, oh, wow, right? <laughs> that was for both of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can believe that. If it's supportive at all. And from my standpoint, you're fucking money. I, I I believe I am one just once I'm clear on what the hell I'm doing. No okay, question. so get clear, right? Let, yeah. Let's stop telling telling all these stories and using these strategies of avoidance. The I don't knows and the I'm working on it. Like that's just we've done enough of that now. Truth. This is great. Um, I say I kind of want to leave you here. I mean, because yeah. I have because I love this stuff so much, I want to keep surfing the same wave. Um, but I think I should probably kind of cut it here and leave you with this where you're at because i think anything else would just um 
would just dilute them, dilute the whole thing. That's cool. I mean, you tell me, maybe there's something else you need. Uh, no, I mean, I, no, I mean, I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't know what to expect in this, this, uh, I, I mean, I got, I love that you immediately just called up, called out about me not trusting myself or trusting the people most important to me. Uh, my wife trusting her. I'm going to have to tell her about this. Cause yeah, no, here's what I want you to do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I gonna... would hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. Okay. Um, yeah, there's, there's an activation there. Uh, I would invite you to consider apologizing to her mm. like with, with, with a really strong kind of masculine energy, like baby, I acknowledge that I have not trusted you. And this is where that show up, right? You totally trust her in so many areas of life because this is going to confuse the shit out of her because she won't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like yeah. you said all that while ago, I need to get rid of this guy and I didn't trust you. And I could have listened to you. And that that's a powerful yeah. statement when we recognize something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'll do it. I will. You could even... You could potentially apologize to him as well because you've done him a disservice for the last several years. Like I've like you've let him hang on to something that wasn't his. Like my fear drove me to allow you to hang on to something that wasn't correct for either of us. Wasn't correct for you. Wasn't correct for me. Mm. And I want to take responsibility for ultimately wasting your time and using you to make me feel safe. Hmm. Now, these are maybe not the exact words, but, yeah. you know, but when we do say this, like when I, I say things like this that are really abrasive because they're fucking true. Yeah, I agree. You, you chose this guy over your wife. That's an abrasive fucking statement that I yeah, said earlier. Hardcore, but it's, and it's uh, accurate, right? It's, when we get down to it. And if we're willing to take ownership of that, fuck yeah, that's grown up man shit. I'm owning it, man. You are. You're you're nails, dude. You're fucking nails. I love you. Thank like, you. For real. You're like legit real deal. And that's I'm why it's good. like, all right, I'm not going to fuck around with this guy. I'm going to get him going because he's playing he's playing softball and he's major leaguer. Hmm. Thank you. Look, I've been around in the men's circles and communities and whatever in terms of conscious masculinity. And I will say I will go on record. There is no fucking such thing as toxic masculinity this is a bullshit statement mm -hmm. um but your level of conscious masculinity is on point been working on it <laughs> sorry yeah, gross i've been ah. doing it i have been doing been it doing sorry it. that's Thank exactly you. it I, I have been doing it and i have been doing it consistently i've been doing it consistently now uh it's it's yeah. it's what it's as a man it's what i do now it's i didn't do, i didn't do it for a long time oh you're it's, a grown-up dude it, it's you're funny straight because grown up. my uh so my wife my wife is from istanbul turkey so she's got the mediterranean vibe and uh, i don't know if you know anyone from that region greece turkey italy kind of they're all I, I i my organization has a strange track record of success with uh persian jewish women <laughs> okay. Well, that's, I don't know why that is. It's, um, it's been that, interesting. That, I mean, that definitely falls in this bucket. And uh, 
So she's alpha big time. And I got two daughters. So it's like estrogens playing tonight at eight. And she. That's awesome. I've worked on that one for a while. Um, So she, (laughs) you know, it's like, so she always likes to call the shots or she always historically in our, in our relationship, she did. Well, you know, three years ago with me starting my kind of really like growing up, she's like, I want you to be in charge. You need to be the man because I've been, you need to be the alpha. You need to be the man. I was like, Hey, I'm all for it. I go, will you let me? <laughs> and then she smiles. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Hold on. How, how is she letting you? <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's a partnership. It is, it is it definitely is a, a partnership and you work together in this dance. It's like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to dance this beautiful, whatever your dance is, you know, if it's urban kids or salsa or Zook or whatever, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to lead you and you're going to let me lead, but you have to be a strong lead. Yeah. And that, like that's it's that, very that, difficult for a woman as a dancer to follow a weak lead. Yeah. that And that's where I was going with this is I was a weak lead for many, mm-hmm. many years uh, because of all of the stories and blah, 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 blah. And so I've been shedding that stuff and I'm doing being uh, a conscious, would you say, cons- you know, having conscious masculinity and mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. I mean, I, uh, this stuff, this conversation, to me, really pumps me up because I see so many people suffering out there, and our yeah. society is so wacky. It's so. I mean, there's there's another. I'd love to chat with you another time if you want about this particular topic. I find it. Well, we're go- we're gonna let's do a we're gonna do a follow up. Uh, I want you yeah. to get on my calendar because we're doing follow ups with with all of our podcast guests. So follow up in like maybe six eight weeks. Get on the calendar again. Okay, and we'll check in and see where you're at. Um. Something just opened up. I wanted to mention that several, this is going to sound so fucking woo, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Several timelines have activated since we started this conversation. Like there's a lot of gates that are open. And um, so you have a lot of opportunity right now. The iron is very hot. How you strike it, in which way you strike it, which iron you strike is totally up to you. And I have no idea what happens with any of it. But a lot of kind of portals are open for you. Cool. One thing that uh, is in my head is I feel I can bring a lot of value into this conscious masculinity space. But then there's a part of me that's like, oh, but there's so many people. And, you know, like there's all these established people. What the hell are you going to, you know, how? No, there, there are a lot of people in that space. There are not a lot of good ones, in my opinion and slash experience. There's a lot of what we'll call unintegrated light masculine. The unintegrated light masculine is this like holier than thou kind of thing. It's ugh, it just it's just gross. Um, ultimately, your inner compass is going to tell you what's up with this. Yeah. Um, but I, based on, I I would say that no matter how many good conscious masculinity uh thought leaders coaches trainers whatever no matter how many they are it's not nearly fucking enough hmm. because yeah, look I at agree. what's happening to masculinity in society That's today cool. look at what they're doing to it so you have, you have kids i am not a biological father i am a sort of quasi uh, sort of a would-be or quasi stepdad to many and uncle to yeah. several okay okay that's cool i bet i bet you you make a big positive impact 
in those lives of those kids. That's cool. I do because they don't have to deal with them 24 seven. I don't know if I'd be a great <laughs> biological father. I'm a great uncle. I'm a great stepdad figure. I'm a great would be like third parent. I'm great at that. Yeah. I, I, I asked that because I tend to weave in the being a man piece and being a parent and they don't have to be this. I mean, they don't, you don't have to be a good, you know, you don't have to be a, I can be two different they're, they're, they're two different things that can be exclusive or together. Uh, and, and I, and I really believe like in that there's more than enough out there. So you just, again, you, you kind of help just reminding me like, dude, make decisions, uh, trust myself, wonder how, rather than what, I don't even remember what I was doing before, but it's one, how I wonder how. Right. Instead um, of the, I don't know. I wonder yeah, how. Yeah. 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 So I think I need to make some, I wonder how's with, yeah, where I can, where, how do I, cause I I'm, I'm of the opinion and I don't think I'm wrong, but I could be that the current nutrition content that we've got is not sexy at all. Based on, based on, <laughs> based on many factors. Uh, I actually just watched a intro of a Ted talk. This guy was saying, like he had a sick, he was going to light up a cigarette on stage and everybody looked at him weird. And then his point was, Hey, we know that smoking's bad for you. And you just shunned me as I was about to light up. But if I, but the truth is that diabetes is killing way more people. And if I would have pulled a Snickers bar out, nobody would have had a problem with it. That's Boom. what's fucked up about our society. To yeah. your point, Chris, is, Oh, it's okay to eat McDonald's. But, you know, oh, oh, yeah, I don't we don't want to eat like this because we know it's bad. But when push comes to shove, I'm I'm busy. I'm going to go through the drive through. Right. That's Convenience wins. People. Yeah. So you got me thinking, uh, what do you need from me at this point? None. Follow up with me in eight weeks. We'll see where yeah. you're at. I will. I will. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. It's good to talk good. to you. Good Chris, to meet you. And yeah. thanks for going there with me. Uh, thank you for making this opportunity and having that space. and and uh giving me an opportunity to talk this was really cool thank you right did you get the value that you needed wanted i i dude you gave me some good shit to work to do great i will be apologizing to my wife to start outstanding well i can't wait to hear how all this yeah. goes man all right i will schedule here thank you all right good to see you brother you take care man bye yeah so excited he's gonna have some powerful shifts i don't know which way they're gonna go or what it's gonna look like but his whole energy field which is kind of what typically happens on our podcast whole energy field is different and there's a lot of opportunities that are lighting up for him right now so if you want some opportunities to light up for you you can go to statusflow.net get on our podcast and of course you can explore everything that we have to offer in terms of the one-on-one -on -one coaching the group coaching, the team engagements, everything is oriented around making the impossible a reality. You bring me your absolute must happen, but no way in hell it could. And that's exactly what we're going to work on. Statusflow.net. Thanks so much. We'll see you again.